Internet outrage has destroyed the way we communicate. Everyone's angry, everyone's cancelled, and nobody is allowed to think for themselves. So we're here to fix that. Welcome to Subtweet This. What's going on, everyone? My name is Gothics, and welcome back to another episode of Subtweet This. I am here with an amazing guest for you today. <laughs> everyone say hello to Jeremy, a.k.a. The Quartering. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, I am, I am so stoked that you are here. I am in <laughs> the midst of a celebrity, so thank you. Oh, uh, please never call me that again. <laughs> or an influencer. <laughs> don't, don't call me an influencer either. That's like another... I mean, you guys... Term. I love that. You guys were kind of yeah. brought together by a common evil that was attacking both of you, you know? A common yeah, well, evil brought you together. I'd seen a couple of her rants on Twitter before. Um, but yeah, then we were united as a, <laughs> as, as one. You yeah. just got right yeah. into it. Okay, forget the first one. <laughs> I didn't mean to get into it. I yeah. mean, what do you want to do? I don't know. I mean, but it's, it's, it's true. It's true. Well... We'll, we'll get into that. We might get into that a little bit later. But so I want to know, first of all, I, I took a look at your YouTube channel. and I, I went all the way back. I wanted to see no what you were uploading way back then. So yeah. how did you go from making content about Magic the Gathering to <laughs> where you are now? Like what what happened there? Well, I think the inflection point is uh, was the first time I had experienced cancel culture in that community. So there was, I don't even remember what it was exactly that I had said. It's so long ago, but I remember that um, the, the, the company came out and like disavowed me publicly on Reddit because I had said, uh, you know, I'd pointed out it was some, you know, I, in my younger days, I was a little more crass, but I knew that I didn't like PC culture and, um, and, and they, they'd come out and said something and then like, I got sucked in and I actually apologized. Um, I think when you're, you know, the first time you go through that, you're like, well, okay, well, it's just the easy path of least resistance. I'm just going to apologize. And then I, I remember waking up feeling like total garbage and I was like getting gaslit. Like, I, what do you mean? Like, no, 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 no. I'm right. Like, I'm not wrong. I'm not going to apologize for this. And then, um, you know, I think it was something like calling out virtue signaling about, you know, Magic the Gathering is extraordinarily uh, woke nowadays. I think they had um, Hassan shilling for them yesterday, like literally. So um, it was something along those lines. But anyway, yeah, that's when I was kind of kind of grew up overnight because I was like, oh, wow, these people are really, really angry. And it was all these people that I'd never talked to before. And um, it was it was nuts. You wouldn't really expect to see that in like a in card like the card gaming, because like you, you go in there, you go into those. Because I was a I used to play Magic and Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon and all that stuff, mm -hmm. and it's like you go into there and it's like, yo, you want to play? You play, you play, and that's it. Like it wasn't. I mean, you flip a table. There's like flipping tables and throwing <laughs> cards. That's about it. But like, never really like you know. I didn't think it was a whole woke PC culture it's, in there. Yeah, well, like many things. I think that there is the two communities. There's the online community that it um, now I understand how they use modern culture, you know, as a vehicle really for their personal politics. If you go into any local card shop, you don't run in any of these people like 
you know, there are people that are certainly, I would say the game, you know, most people are pretty liberal, but like, you're not getting anyone getting in your face or they're just happy to have someone to play with. Because if you've been playing like as long as I have, like we were the outcasts. So like we weren't kicking anybody out, you know, like the the idea that all of a sudden there was like an in group in, in this game was disgusting. And, um, yeah, so I was was just as shocked really. But again, these are people that, yeah, they play the game, but they're more interested in like, uh, the, you know, pushing a political agenda using that vehicle. So would you say it was more, it wasn't the game itself. It was just the scene and the yeah that became a little bit more pc than exactly community which sucks because the community is what makes it great yeah you can't play you know you can't play the game by yourself at, <laughs> and you can't play it at like target or walmart you know now you can play online but it's one of those games that is just um you want to play you there's nothing quite like you know playing a, sitting across the table and you know having like dorito dust on your fingers and, and playing <laughs> And like playing the game, it's just not the same as playing on the computer. Nothing like having your cards doing that switch because you know you're about to do some wild yeah. shit. Like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. You're about to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to tap the shit out of this. <laughs> Boy, you're like, whoa. Yeah. It's not the same on online, you know? So, yeah, you can't watch them squirm. So yeah. that is very interesting to hear how you started getting into this because that's very similar to my situation where I went through that first thing of cancel culture and then something just got triggered up here and i said i gotta start talking about this because people are nuts again like these two over here mentioned it's very odd that it even goes as far as a card game something that is supposed to be enjoyable not political no it it should not have any sjw essence to it so that's very interesting it infects all communities i mean there's a couple of articles i remember this was like uh, maybe three years ago the knitting community is like super woke um (laughs) it's 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 weird but i mean it is um i I, I could i could probably make a i could make like a whole subject on why that chick got woke i could (laughs) it all goes back to the age of slavery and freaking i could sit i could sit there and make up a whole bunch of nonsense that's probably not even true but somebody believe it yeah i've never seen like the rhetoric but i've I've gotten emails because you know, I, I'll cover cancel culture and a lot of times I'll get emails and you all probably do too, where it's like, oh my God, you know, check out this. Like, I didn't know the metal community, like it was, you know, they have a, you know, kind of this SJW infection in, in metal and they do in the tattoo industry, every oh industry has it, you know, um, it's so weird. I thought it was unique to magic, but then I understood that it's driven, I think at least how I believe it it works is driven by people who don't have any self-identity or any self like so they become their politics mm-hmm. and then it just gets into uh everything like they they don't actually like star wars they don't have a an opinion on it but they do have political opinions and that's what they really want to talk about so then they slither into these communities and uh destroy them from the inside I noticed the same thing, uh, the, the same observation is people that seem to partake in cancel culture, I think that they, and I'm not sure if they legitimately feel like they're doing something good, uh, mm-hmm. but, I, but I wonder if they do this because they're, they don't have, I don't know, like they, they're looking and they want to be a part of something, they want to be a part of the, the cool kids group, or uh, it, it, like even when I, I don't know if you can speak to this because we did 
search YouTube. I wanted to get an idea of what the community thinks of you. Um, sure. And I was, how often do you have people make content about you like like that? Like how, the first time that you got canceled, like how, was that like one of the instant things that started happening or did that take a while? Nobody really made any videos back then, um, but it was like Reddit and Twitter. Um, nowadays, there's a handful of creators that make a video on me every week, basically. Um, and I don't even like you can't get Drake. So one lesson I try to t teach fellow content creators about this kind of stuff is either like uh, hook them up to a plow and farm money with it or farm money with them or like don't just don't because they win when they waste your time. And, um, you know, it's just you could spend all day with this infighting, justifying yourself to somebody who really doesn't really doesn't care what, what your opinion is. Um, so nowadays, there's a whole economy about making content about content that I make, which is um, sad. But, um, hey, I respect their hustle and, get, you know, get paid. That's fine by me. I mean, all right. right. No, no, I was you just going to say that I, I would argue that. That really isn't content creation, though. Like, to me, I don't know. Like, I think you have a really good mix of your type of content on your channel. You do a variety of things. But I have sat through a lot of content creators who who have made content about my content. Like, they'll have my video and just mm. have commentary of them just, like, being a jerk. And That's it's like content. you're, you're mm -hmm. making money off of you're not creating anything original. And I don't understand why, if someone doesn't agree with an opinion that they see online, why don't they just counter it with their own opinion instead of let me destroy what this person is saying to validate how I feel? You know, it's um, interesting. So 2016 YouTube was really driven by that type of content, response videos. I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember that, but <laughs> that was that was big response videos. like. Um, you know, bearing on the whole like Sargon of Akkad and all this stuff, they all got really big doing response videos. Now, basically, everyone's moved on except for BreadTube, which still does them. Um, and quite honestly, they're against YouTube's terms of service. Um, and they, they live in a really dangerous gray area. YouTube doesn't want this type of content on their platform. I'm not saying I have a problem with it. But I'm saying they do. They view this as creator on creator harassment. Um, and it's generally okay as long as they're a bigger creator. But once you start getting into the power dynamic the other way, all of a sudden now it's not okay, which is a, a BS double standard on YouTube. It's either okay for me with a million subs to roast somebody or it's not. Like either I can make that video or not. But for whatever reason, now there's that economy on the specifically on the left i don't know if people on the on the right even do it anymore to be honest i with mean you. we saw we saw that without with when that youtube this guy with the leafy because I, yeah. I watched leafy videos a lot and like he would just talk about other people and you know and it, it, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't yeah. until he mentioned one specific golden child of twitch mm -hmm. and youtube everybody was just like oh no get rid of him and but if you like you like you guys said you have content creators who's just making fun of your videos and attacking you and like commenting yours like you guys got rid of leafy for that why are you catering to these people now and you get you also get rid of you got they got rid of uh, leafy um they're trying to i know they're trying to get a is it fuck was it sargon it's not sargon it's somebody else sargon got demonetized but i mean like i saw yesterday 
uh, Salty Cracker deleted all of his videos off his YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, because he's afraid he's afraid they're gonna ban him. I have I haven't reached out yet, but yeah, it's weird. I think YouTube just wants to cater to these people because, like you know, they use those trigger words. You know, they're like, "Well, I am a, I'm a, I'm this person. I'm X Y Z A B C D E F G," and they're gonna go, "Okay, you know what? Because they're that, we gotta get rid of this person because we don't want to look like we're hurting this demographic of people." When it's like that demographic of people don't really care. They just ride in the fucking wave. And then disappear, but like these people are actually bringing in, making actual content, doing the video editing. They have families to feed. They mm -hmm. have, uh, I know you have, you pay your, you pay your whole staff team. Mm -hmm. You know, and some of these guys, like I don't, I don't get why YouTube does. I don't get you're why right. big companies listen to, listen to people that don't give a shit. Well, you're right. It, it's so, it's so nakedly obvious, um, especially in like uh, Gothic's case, for example um where you have to deal with the like well you're you're a walk but not the right walk so you're not provided the same like uh you know we saw this in the in the um the letter that was written to youtube uh about me right yes this person knew every word to say and they hit every one of them like i don't feel safe that's that's a, a code that's word. the first one mm -hmm. yeah safe. i don't yeah my I don't safety feel safe um, I'm a, I'm a, you know, woman of color, uh, you know, and I don't think like you said, I don't, I know they don't care, but they know how to manipulate the system. Right. Yeah. And That's the, a good segue into the first question. Actually, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, did you, did you want to go into it? You want me to lead? I, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll take this duck. All right. So. You, you recently had a talk with uh, YouTube's upper management involving a situation with a particular content creator. We won't say their name, but we all know who we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And they, they this, this person tried to get their hordes of woke zombies and fans to come after you and uh, falsely flag videos. Mm -hmm. on, um, on top of that, they also said that they accuse you of uh, swatting them also. You know, mm -hmm. after after that meeting with YouTube and, you know, about that situation, do you think that YouTube is going to continue to enforce their TOS or like, or is it going to go back to, you know, you know, like we just spoke about where they're going to, oh, because this person is, fits all these check marks, we're going to not really criticize or like punish them. But because you are the bad thing right now, mm -hmm. you're the bad white man, right. you're, yeah. you're the issue. So do you think, do you, after that meeting, do you think like there's going to be change or? What's going to happen? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's just going to get way worse. I mean, it's not. I mean, YouTube has long had a double standard uh, for creators. And I'm not talking about like a particular like minority group versus non-minority group. I mean, just in general, they don't enforce their own rules equally across the board. We saw a small commentator tipster got denied his, his silver play button, which costs YouTube like a nickel. And they never told him why. You know, five years ago, everyone got them when you got 100,000 subscribers. When I talked to them, you know, quite frankly, they leaned on the, you're, you know, you know, you have, you're a big channel. You're not allowed to dunk on small channels. But what I tried to explain to them was that this channel has a lot of power. The head of YouTube gaming was actively engaging in the conversation um, about, you know, about trying in, in the thread of trying to platform me you have to understand that like this person gets a lot of power or has the same amount of power or more than I do. Um, 
And I, of course, I acknowledge that, look, I make a video about somebody, people are going to go and be mean to them. And that sucks. I don't, I don't endorse that. I don't know what else I can do, you know, besides saying, please don't do this. I ask them, you know, what else can I do? Because I don't want this, but I mean, come on, like, obviously people, are, you know, I can't control them. And they basically said, there's nothing more you can do. Just don't make fun of small creators. But Which you weren't essentially. making yeah. fun. You just... Maybe don't don't just, call out small creators, basically. You, yeah. It's, yeah. Don't it's, criticize. It's, it Why are people exempt from really. criticism? Because that's the thing is you can't you can't control or moderate what your community does. You can be mm. very clear. I am against cancel culture. Please don't go harass this person. But someone's going to do whatever they're going to do. You can't control yeah. that. It's unreasonable. So wait. So with the evidence you provided YouTube about this particular content creator, did they just go well? We're not talking about them. We're talking about you. Or did they go, uh, we'll further look at the evidence to see if there's anything we could do. What they what, said was, we didn't take down any of your videos and we didn't issue any strikes. What? So <laughs> that's what they said. Oh, that's what they said. Yeah. So, so uh, saying you're lucky, basically. Yeah. Take your money away. I take away. Take away sponsors. Make false claims. Verbally berate you. You know, and uh, make and their community from uh from all over big small whatever could attack you but they you you're just lucky they didn't take down the videos that's exactly so right yeah that, they said that is they, the <laughs> biggest piece of bullshit i ever fucking heard in my life yeah i laid it out pretty clear i said look this is textbook harassment i mean i don't know what else what what else i mean here's archive threads of of them you know going you know they're doing this here's your own employee engaging in the conversation yeah. here's people saying they're gonna flag my videos here's your own employee saying he's flagging my videos and they're basically like basically like listen listen player you got a pretty you know you got a pretty good thing going here just and that's oh, basically yeah. the reply yeah dude I, if you i i i hope that you're still going with legal processes against this because this is that is fucking bullshit that's pretty much the judge is saying well you know what you got more money so you just be lucky we didn't take all your money but look look us look how much they're suffering even though yeah. you could have not been able to your family could have been out of out of the home you your employees could have been out of work, but look, look, they're suffering because they're um, they're they have all these check marks, they have all these boxes, you know, they got all the white boxes, Morgan. You're just a white man. Don't worry, you'll bounce back. You're white. You'll be yeah, all right. Yeah, well, it's the it all it all goes back to what is it, the soft bigotry of low expectations. I, I think it's it's really gotta be frustrating to think like, oh, because uh you're in a minority group, you can't handle criticism. Like right. that's uh that's racist right. like that's just right. that i you know and it's um but i mean essentially that's that's the way it played out they're like look you know you didn't break they basically said hey read between the lines my friend like you know some bullshit right there <laughs> yeah. um, i remember I, I when um when you talked about legal action but of course that would just cost a unnecessary amount of money but I remember I talked with with Vanessa on this that that would be the only way that people would truly understand to not engage in cancel culture is when you really start you know defamation is a thing, and I and the, I think the fact that people haven't been doing that or the reason why people are so comfortable doing it now it's not like anyone can just have the funds to just sue someone, but mm -hmm. the second when I remember there was an announcement of you know even you thinking of pursuing that I was like that's the only way to me that people would wake up and be like okay this is a real thing probably yeah. shouldn't do this anymore yeah so 
Um, the fact that I can't answer about any legal stuff should tell you something. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> good, the fucking good, bro. The the, the um, it, it is true. You ha- so you have to be willing to. You know, I'm just speaking generally here. Um, you have to be willing to lose money. So I could crowdfund 20 grand, right? Easy, especially for something like this. Now, I'm probably not going to win in court, but you know what's going to happen? The person I'm taking to court is going to have to spend 20 grand defending themselves too. So they lose, like no matter what, they lose. Um, and and more people do need to uh, push back with this stuff. Like even Gina Carano, you know, like that politician that uh, said heinous things about her and then even admitted like, whoopsie, I did a defamation. Like um, she should sue her. Like she's got the money. She's a multimillionaire. Just drag drag that that politician for a hundred grand, tie her up in court and she'll probably think twice. There's a roaming, you know, the thing is cancel culture went from this thing that happened once in a while to now, like, especially on Twitter, you just have these roving mobs of people that aren't really engaged in anything, but again, they identify as this, uh, I am a morally good person and I'm going to, you know, ruin this person's life. I don't really care about the situation. I'm not involved, but this is who I am. And, um, and, and it's, I think deeply reflective of their own sadness and, 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 uh, uh, inability to deal with why their life isn't going maybe the way they they wanted. I, I, I say that people that involve themselves in cancel culture don't really get mad about the cause that they say that they're defending. I think they just get mad that they're associating themselves with the cause. Yeah. So if, if they agree with something and you have your thoughts on it, I think they just get mad because they're associating themselves with that cause. So it's more of a selfish reason because mm-hmm. when you try to ask them for logic of why you're defending this, they don't provide you with anything but just emotions. So when they're just giving you emotions, it's just because they're associating themselves. So it's like they're being offended. It's not so much the the movement or whatever that they're supporting. Yeah, I'm I'm offended. Why why? I don't know. I just <laughs> I, I mean, I just am, you know, and it's it's um it's really, it's really weird, but I think this all, you know, circles around this identity, how someone identifies themselves. You know, we see this uh, all, all the time in like uh, the LGBTQ community. Like, okay, if you're gay, cool, but like then people make their whole like their whole personality around that, and then they get over invested in certain things, and then they they don't really build their their self up. And I think that's people really need to look inward more uh, than trying to, how do I say it? It's, it's just a character trait. It's not who you are. Oh yeah. We've talked about this in like the last two episodes that we recorded with people in the LGBT. It's it, it, you know, there's more to you than just your gender or your sexuality or your, your skin color. Ethnicity. Yeah. 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 And, and, um, but you know, let me, let me circle back because, you know, (laughs) so, um, you know, what, what these two were saying, uh, I, I feel like the way to get on this other side of cancel culture is ultimately going to be holding the people that are holding others accountable on the internet, holding them accountable. Because mm-hmm. I find that a lot of people that engage with uh, cancel culture, it's like this giant game of telephone in a way, where someone will take one thing and they might skew it. And by the time 20 people hear it, it's a di- now you're all these different labels and all these different things. I- until you've taken them to court, like there's not, 
ever going to be that, okay, I need to stop doing that because that's not how you resolve conflict. Yeah, I think that, um, and, and, and in terms of like the telephone game, by the time the mob is like at full froth, nobody even remembers why they're mad. They just know that they have this target and that they'll be a better person if they remove that target. Um, but then they find that once they've completed that goal, that they're still empty inside. So then they go and they move on to the next target. I bet you if somebody did some like the analytical work, the data is there. Somebody much smarter than me. I'd be willing to bet there's a strong like in the Venn diagram of topics. I bet you there's a, a huge percentage of people that just participate in everything even though they're you know they're, they're not yeah. affiliated with it in any way at all well look at your your situation the person that was going after you went after me like months, yeah, yeah. months prior and 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 it's interesting because you you have your situation with youtube and i have my situation with twitch where i've tried reporting this bad behavior because it clearly breaks their terms of service and it's just silence they don't they don't respond they don't say anything and it, I can't help but think they are very biased and are catering to a specific ideology, a woke ideology. I don't know. Well, I think there's also a good bit of fear mixed in there, too. Like they know that if they were to come down on a, a particular creator, um, that it would be a big hullabaloo, you know, it'd be a big thing about Twitch doesn't care about black creators. Well, blah, well, blah, then, blah, blah, you well know? then let them fucking huff and puff. Like, like you broke the rules, you broke the rules. Now you deal with the consequences. Like 100%, like I, I let it be known into it. Like any of you motherfuckers try that shit. I have a lawyer in standby ready. I like have my own lawyer ready to go. You're going to say some wild shit about me. I'm gonna find out who started. I'm like, that's I'm suing you now. I'm suing for defamation of character, and I will play it up. I can't sleep at night. I am afraid of my. I'm afraid for my safety. You I have mental it. issues. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I have. I'm having mental breakdowns. I can't go to work now. I'm losing money. I, mm -hmm. I feel I'm losing money. I can't. I can't provide. Now I'm gonna sue you. I'll make sure I get every dime from fucking you now, because mm -hmm. you want to take money away from me. Watch me take money away from you, because you're gonna have to get the. You're gonna have to get the money together to get the lawyer. Then you better hope you win because if you lose, I take I'm gonna be getting money from you. I'm gonna make it maximum uh, a, a year salary of freaking ninety grand. Well, and then on you, show you might have to do that. <laughs> like, good, listen. Yeah, I'm gonna come. I'm just <laughs> yeah. It's I'm, um, it's an interesting thing. Um, uh, but I'll tell you this: I don't know if any of you have been through a lawsuit before, but. It's extraordinarily painful, even when you're it's, like hundred yeah. percent in the right. Like I went yeah. through, I was like a hundred percent in the right and it still cost me over 50 grand. Now I know that it costs them just as much, you know? So it's like, okay, well, so that's my win, right? Like, okay, I drained your bank accounts. You had to defend these actions um, and beg for forgiveness near the end. But like, it, it is extraordinarily painful. And a lot of these people that, say it's not cancel culture it's accountability culture they have no idea what accountability really is what would you describe cancel culture as uh i mean the the nearest thing i can describe it to is like literal cancer <laughs> i i don't know you know cancel culture is is a, a religion it's a it's a cult of um empty people and and this is where they find their fulfillment and it's it, it it's by the way it'll never go away 
You know, mm -hmm. it's just always going to be as long as this behavior is rewarded, then, you know, it will, there are legitimate cancellation, uh, um, campaigns, I believe, but it's not, it's a fraction of what really, uh, is out there. You know, people get upset over words or somebody made a freaking mistake 10 years ago. Are we going to ruin their life for it? You know, or, um, it, it's, it's like, I don't know, privilege too. Like I hate that word, but yes, I just I, but like unironically though. Like I say this in my videos, like it's unironic privilege that you're upset about somebody you never met, right? Some crap they wrote on Reddit eight years ago. Like, man, your life must be awesome. Right. If that's that's your biggest problem. I just think these people should go into like the FBI or CIA because if they could freaking do that much research and digging <laughs> to pull that yeah. shit up, why don't you not make a game pay for that shit? Yeah, like, right, you on. do it for free. Isn't that right. exhausting? Like, <laughs> do you all remember? Do you all remember? Um, he will not divide us. Yes. Where Child of Buff was like yes. hiding the flag, and like 4chan was figuring it out using like constellations in the sky and flight patterns. I'm like, man, you. I mean, yeah, you did it for memes. Like these, there were probably some legitimate geniuses that took part in that and just never got paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> was there any? particular i mean i don't know if you just answered it because you said that there was this one court case that was pretty bad was there a specific cancellation where you were just like exhausted like it was the worst one ah uh, i mean roseanne was not great uh the james gunn the james gunn versus roseanne really was bad you know the the james gunn stuff he had made some borderline questionable comments and jokes and and Roseanne, uh, she, I don't remember. She said, was it Donna Brazil? Who did she make fun of? I don't remember, but it was a spicy joke. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, they canceled her. And it's like, man, this is like a, Roseanne is like a freaking role model. She's like one of the most popular female comedians. And they're like, but look at this one time she baked uh, cookies that look like Hitler or something like that. I'm like, you know, Sarah Silverman dressed up like Hitler on The Tonight Show, and you guys didn't have a problem with that because she's a, you know, she's a progressive. Well, you saw what happened with her, right? I mean, you even did a video on it where, like, she, she was awful. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck this guy, fuck the, yeah, cancel everybody. Then yeah. her, the own people she was rooting for and like backing up, they were like, now yeah. we're coming for you, and they got she got her canceled. Now she's like, why can't people just move away from their past? Right? And yeah. Like, right. I hate, huh? I hate that. Yes. So she voted. She went. Was all blue. Like Biden, Biden, Biden. Cancer culture a one. Then cancer culture flipped it and was like, "Now we coming for your ass." And now she's like, "I have to leave my political party. I don't even want to be part of political parties because now they're attacking each other, and I can't escape my past. Like, why can't we just move on? Like, the most progressive group isn't really progressive. And it's kind of like, oh, did you think you were safe? Did you think the yeah, people yeah. that you were rallying weren't gonna?" attack you it's like the right. hand it's like the dog biting the hand that feeds it you mm -hmm. fed them and now they're biting you like you moron yeah you weren't well, safe you, you live by the sword right that yeah, that's, you live by the sword you die by the sword yeah that's that was a hilarious video to watch her like realize in real time you know i was like <laughs> i like i you know you you really thought that you were going to get the kids out of cages by voting for you know like right without you know i don't want to get into like hard politics but Everybody who's very progressive, if they voted for Joe Biden, has got has to have mad buyer's remorse right now, and that's what I think she's feeling, and other people that 
you know, uh, maybe the people that were very progressive that were like, well, it's not Bernie, but it's not Trump. And then he betrayed them. I think the bright side is that people, even with her, even though she had that realization, a lot of people are never going to get to that stage because a lot of people are stubborn. Um, But I think that, you know, on the bright side, people are going to be able to observe things and pay attention because I get this feeling that a lot of people, at least that I have personally encountered, because I know I'm going to get some comments about this, is a lot of people on the left are very emotional. And it's to the point where uh, they don't even want to have a conversation. They just like are just, nope, let's shut down this conversation. I don't want to hear what you have to say. And that's just not how the world works. You know, why have we lost the ability to communicate? I don't get it. Well, everything that everything's built around uh, incentivizing our own echo chambers. I mean, the way that algorithm al- algorithms work on yeah. YouTube and on Twitter, you only see stuff you agree with. So then you you go, people get soft, right. and you know, it, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I'm seeing something I don't agree with. What is this? Mm-hmm. And they and they don't know how to handle it. I I often talk about like you see all these like weirdos on Twitter. You don't. Sp- meet people like that on the street i right. never have i you know i go to the pub everyone you know various political parties no one's like non-stop talking politics nobody cares you know everyone's just you know either just trying to get by or just trying to blow off some steam or whatever so i think that you know social media is is a net negative for the uh for how do i say like for communication between people oh yeah i think they course. definitely just feel they definitely feel super safe to just do it because you could talk all this shit about politics and call people names and not get punched in the mouth. But mm-hmm. if you go to a pub and do that stuff, you're gonna get punched in the mouth by somebody. And that's yeah. the that's the yeah, realization people need to understand. I always say the real world is different. Definitely didn't make it easy easier because now everyone's just always inside. And just those yeah. we all stayed inside. Yep. Yeah, to admit mental health was right. definitely a thing. With, right. Yeah, but with we didn't. What? We didn't try to go cancel anybody. No, oh, we, not, we I, didn't. That that but a lot of a, I would say that took a toll on right. A lot oh, of oh yeah. And so I don't want it, it, a, it. It shouldn't have happened. But let's just let's just say everyone now is already there was already like kind of mental health issues going on, and then when that happened, that just exacerbated right. things. Oh, totally. Ten times worse. And so it just, and then people get engaged more on cancel culture, if anything, because it, yeah, it accelerated, you know, basically everybody, you know, you got a higher dose of whatever you were getting before, you know, at least, you, you know, you'd be driving to work, you'd be working all day. Now people are sitting at home on Twitter and, and whatever social media networks or Facebook, and they're just reinforcing, reinforcing, reinforcing their uh, echo chamber. And then it becomes, you know, that there's zero possibility that they could be wrong and because they've never even seen anybody disagree with them. Um, and, and about being locked up in, in inside and stuff too. One thing that I've never understood, and maybe this is just because I'm such an amazing guy, the, I never understood people on Twitter who will just willingly make up a heinous lie about somebody, but yeah. I see it all the time. I said, like, People say stuff about me. I'm like, this is not even based in, this isn't even like a misclip or whatever. This is just a hundred percent absurd lie. And it'll get like, you know, a bunch of retweets. Nobody's asking, like, nobody's yes. asking like, yo, is this really happen? No, they don't care. No, those, those are the same people who could dig up tweets from yeah. me from 60 years ago 
but that fact check is like ah that's too much work why right. would i fact check i think it's i already don't like this person so you know exactly fact check I think it's just very concerning. I, I, I don't know. I would say it's, it's concerning to, for someone to fabricate something about you. Like, for example, uh, you know, recently this term white supremacist has been throwing around left and right. Uh, mm. And I. What does it even mean anymore? Exactly. You know? It has lost its meaning entirely. Yeah. And before me and you ever touched base, I remember seeing people fling these uh, insults about you. And I wasn't really looking at your content back then. And so I said, let me actually check this guy out. I'm hearing white supremacist. I'm hearing Nazi. I'm hearing racist. And I'm listening to your content. And I'm like, I don't see any of this. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. understand. Mm. Um, so it's it's concerning that. There are people that will go along with it and just, oh, yes, he is a white supremacist. Explain that. I believe there is an obligation to explain that, especially if you're labeling something, someone so heinous, uh, you know, that these are dangerous terms. It's very frustrating because uh, I, you can go at it either way. So you can go at it from a, you know, are we going to fact check this? Are we just spreading lies? Or you can go like, you want to get like, a, I can get woke for a minute here. Like you calling me a, a white supremacist is like super disrespectful to victims of actual white supremacy. And the fact that you can't back that up and you're watering down like the heinous things that were done to people uh, is, is disgusting. Like right. the, the, when you, when you call on people, you know, you know, Mr. Mr. Mustache from world war two, like, like bro, like, Six million Jews died. Like, I, let's let's let put some respect on that name instead of just somebody I disagree with on a political opinion. And and it's just thrown around so much now that it's lost all meaning. Right. Um, that, I think it's like uh, half the words that's been thrown out, like racist, white supremacist, yeah. like everything's just just thrown out. It's like it's just such an easy word just to throw out. And like you know, I like Vanessa was saying, you know. Like I was watching your content like way back when you started talking about like um how uh Ray was a Mary Sue character. Mm. I was watching stuff. I was like, and when somebody was talking about he's a white supremacist, I was like, that makes zero sense and that's bullshit. But like, mm. you know, we're just using it. It's like the words lose their effect when you keep using it. But these mm. I think these big corporations, when they hear it, they just be like, Oh shit, maybe they're right. We don't want to look bad. We gotta cover face. I mean, you've done plenty of videos on like how Disney, Disney was the Disney with the Mandalorian was the main one to freaking like kind of just roll over his belly and be like, okay, we're just gonna get rid of her because you know a lot of people are saying this stuff about her, and, you know, we don't want to upset the fans. When the fans are like, we don't care about what, what happened, like that's that. We care about the character and the actress. You are listening to people who don't even probably watch your show, don't give yeah. two shits about your show, and don't even have a Disney Plus subscription. So I why are you catering to these people? Yeah, I've often said like next year, season three, The Mandalorian, a lot of people are going to wonder what happened to Cara Dune because like t people get sucked into this. Twi Twitter is everywhere and everything and everyone must spend all day on Twitter. But Twitter is not even representative of like the cross section of society in the United States. It's mm -hmm. mostly upper middle class white girls that use it. Like it's not even uh, it's not a good representation. It's a, still a small percentage of people. It has a huge bot problem. And, and it's so easy to just remove somebody there. There was maybe 500 people like the things they say about Rosario Dawson calling her transphobic and all this stuff, like based on what, based on what, based the on that, I like you, I don't know if you heard the story about that. You, I, no, yeah, I, I do I know. I, I, knew I, the story, yeah, I learned yeah, the story yeah. from you. 
that yeah. there was a resident that she had in one of her buildings. And because when the resident came out that she was trans, her family was just like, okay, like they didn't throw her a party. So they felt like she didn't really care about it. Yeah. Just and like, then they, you know, they also dropped all, they tried suing her and then they dropped. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, isn't she married to Cory Booker or dating court? Like this woman is very progressive. You've got to pick your spots. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, and of course the person that it was their handy, handy person, uh, I believe that, that transitioned and then like made up all these lies and then dropped them, dropped every single claim except for one, uh, which they won't win either. But people still ran with that. It was like, Rosario Dawson is, is yeah. transphobic. Like you listen to one person that's that, but nobody, anybody just heard she's transphobic because of X, Y, Z. Nobody listens to the whole, well, the person dropped their, their, their accusations because it was actually a lie. Yeah. It's come up oh. at least it's sparked up at least twice since that, that since the, the person dropped their claim and said, you know, that none of this happened, but people just ignore it. It's the same thing as, um, then speaking of words that are now worthless grooming, mm -hmm. you know, like now it's like, oh, well, this person sent a, a text to somebody they didn't know. You know, like when I hear that word, I'm thinking like kind of the worst of the worst, not like some stupid yeah. content creator that accidentally sent up, you know, was chatting to somebody who was 19 or 18 when they were 22. Like, that's not grooming. Like, right. get out of here. You want to talk about abuse of uh, what is the power dynamic? We can talk about that. We can have a conversation about that. But these dudes, and then now Gen Z is growing up thinking like, oh, somebody's sending a text to somebody who is 17 when they're when they're 20 as a groomer. And now actual people that want to like prepare young children for terrible I, things. I don't, I don't know. know because I saw some, I dove down one of those rabbit holes and I saw these like this whole thread of like girls on TikTok saying like, I'm six, I'm 14 and I bagged like an eight, a 19 year old and stuff like that. They're yeah, glamorizing I mean, being young and hooking up with older dudes and everything. Like, well, that's not, you know, that's TikTok society. I, I think say, you mentioned TikTok, so yeah. But then I got suspended for asking a question because they said it was hate speech and it was just a question. <laughs> but you can have that. All right. Oh yeah. What, what was what was the question? So it was this. Uh, it was this young, I would say maybe Generation Z, uh, white guy. Uh, who was very angry about the Capitol insurrection. And, oh, yeah. yeah, right. And, and, we had another one of those yesterday. I know you probably missed it. There were no headlines, <laughs> but there was another one yesterday. No, heard, it, it wasn't an agenda to push. I heard. Was, <laughs> yeah. it, was it another white supremacist? Was that it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. One, I think a white supremacist from the who who worshipped the Nation of Islam, actually. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard a about American that. guy. Yeah. yeah. So, he was influenced uh, by white supremacy. That's what it right. was. Right, he identified as white, yeah. So, like, my situation on TikTok, it literally was when uh, this guy, he was screaming about the Capitol incident, and he said, well, if black people tried doing this, there would be bloodshed. And and I said... Uh, the black Panthers... Okay, so go on, sorry. Well, no, I responded, and, and I said, well, how do you know that? How do you, how do you, how do you know that's a feeling? And then I also... Mm -hmm. And then he also said in the video that black people are oppressed, and I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> no, no, they're not no. Be because I do not believe it is. I, I, I believe that a lot of people are assuming the role of being oppressed right now. You want to talk about oppression? Go to a different country because it's not in America. Well, it's a there, it's a currency that that's a problem right now, and it it um obviously coming from a black man uh, <laughs> as myself, but like I feel like all right, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one of these, all right. I feel like 
that this this currency is uh, negative for like the future generations to always be looking at this mystery mis mystery force holding them down. It creates a reason to not try, and that and it gives you this easy out to blame everything on. And um, this is not good. I'm surprised the black community doesn't push more against it. Like, yo, no, we can get out there and do 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 it. You know, there's not this invisible uh, force holding us back all the time. Right. It's just, it's weird. Like if you say that, uh, this is also probably, obviously this is a, a black community thing that I see. If you say that, then you're not black. Oh yeah. Like I Joe, am, I Joe am. Biden says you're not black. You're not black enough. No. <laughs> yeah. It's a you weird got, thing. got called a white supremacist by a YouTuber not so long ago. <laughs> by a YouTube. A YouTuber you made a video on and yeah. uh, oh, this, YouTuber, yeah. Yeah. this YouTuber advocates for, you know, Owning child pornography. Uh, uh -huh. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't uh, heard of white supremacist. Imagine, yeah. imagine. Anyway, but well, it's funny that. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. No. no I was just. I was just. <laughs> that dude. Yeah, allow me to flex my white supremacy here. All right. The, oh, uh, flex it. Yeah. Let me see it. Yeah. That dude, man. He is the. He's the worst. He's the worst. How can you say so many heinous things, and then have an audience like? People ignore that this dude has a huge audience of, of kids because it's kids. No way adults follow him. You'd have to be very young to buy into the stuff that he's saying. Like adults have... who agree with his uh, child pornography comparisons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's so, got. A, he I mean... definitely has some in that in his audience. But yeah, he said some heinous things about people, and um, you know he's he's treading and he's treading pretty. Uh, uh, deep waters, I think, with the terminologies he uses, especially as his audience grows. Right, right. It, Interesting. But it, it's funny that you said, like, you know, with the black, there, sh there should be more people within the black community that, you know, say, like, we're not oppressed, like, we can actually do all these things. They, there are those people, but like Vanessa said, they get called anti-black. And I don't know if you ever saw the video with, uh, with they had, like, uh, black Trump supporters and uh, Democrats and there's one woman was like, I voted for Trump because he's actually has opportunities that of a system that black people we can use. It's like she yeah. was a felon, she was an ex-felon, she got yeah. out, she has her own business, she's a house flipper, she got her brothers and families to do it. And it's like there's money here, and the system is set that we could use it. It's just that we just gotta uh, put the initiative into doing it. It's not gonna be handed to us. And then you had the guy who made a school, he bought a school in Georgia. He's a black man who bought a school and he's helping the kids in his community. Like, and he said himself, he said, I'm not waiting for the government. I'm not waiting for the white person. I'm not waiting for nobody. Do yeah. this for myself, for my people. And this is what we should be all be doing. Stop waiting on the government. Stop waiting for white people to help. No one's going to help you do it yourself. Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was funny. Remember when um, they rolled out the platinum plan uh, or Trump did? And then anybody who was black that supported it were like, uh, uh, who came out and supported it? Uh, uh, was ice... it Snoop or no? It no, was, it was um... ice. Uh, was it Ice Cube? Ice. Ice Cube. I... What are ice the ices? Tea. <laughs> ice tea. Ice. No, wait. No, yeah, I, I ice, ice Cube. Cube. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, you know, and then he got shredded, and I was right. like, come on, we can't like, you know, like, look, a, a bad a person you dislike can still do something good for your community, but instead he got shredded. But he did. He didn't have a plan either. No, oh, but yeah, P. Diddy. The other side didn't have a plan, so it was just... Yeah. P. Diddy had a plan. No, his plan was a, a Democrat plan. It was just Listen. a reskin. P. Diddy came DLC. out. 
with the <laughs> I P. Diddy like came out. Be a, yeah, this feels like it's going to be a joke. I'm, I'm P. Diddy came out with like what was it the the black plan or some shit? It was oh, some the shit. Black party. The black the party. party. Yeah. So we don't know when it's starting. Oh, Biden okay. did win. Yeah, so might not be starting. The plan is coming yeah. soon. We don't know when, but it's coming. Any so, day now. It's a party. So hold so your. Let's just listen. So when stupid. it comes. Yeah. This, this, yo, I got faith in P. Diddy. Come on, he bad boy. Such, no, <laughs> won't stop. No, Can't stop, won't there. stop. Yeah. No. <laughs> Every time I think of Diddy, I think of Chappelle. Uh, exactly. Like, even up, yeah, like, that's the relevance. I think everybody man. does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, we gonna, we could, do you think we could demonetize because we spoke bad about him? Uh, no, if we're gonna get no. demonetized, it's not gonna be because of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Say, it's not because of that. Yeah. I think just the quartering being on this video, just him breathing, oh, would be No, come on now. I'm, oh, I, just, I, kidding. I, I'm just kidding. We're going to get actually, that we catered okay. to white supremacy. That's, right. that's right. Yeah. I, I mean, they YouTube did say that, um, excuse me, they were lightening up the, uh, they were making more videos green. Uh, the last Wednesday, mm. they came out and said that they're going to loosen the, they had loosened the restrictions. Now, I haven't, seen anything but i really haven't covered anything like there's a few topics that are almost always yellow and i haven't had that yet so mm -hmm. i don't know if it's actually any better but i hope it is people should, i hope people make more money you know yeah. shoot um i have a question different different type of question it's a little personal okay. uh d does any of the vitriol that you get online whether someone calls you a nasty name or makes a false claim about you does it ever get to you uh no no. I mean, it used to, I'm battle hardened now. Like yeah. there's, there's very few things. Um, I think, you know, in internet years, it's been a million, but like, you know, a after basically you've accepted that people who hate you are just going to hate you anyway. Uh, and they're, they're the ones that are going to say the heinous stuff that I try to not really focus on, um, that kind of occasionally I'll, you know, occasionally yeah. I'll get it with somebody but like honestly i know that if somebody were to you know say something particularly heinous i know they'd never say that to me in real life so it's like i just know that oh this is a, a some loser who wants to make themselves feel better i often remind myself of the, like the crabs in a bucket mentality with a lot of these people on social media and i'm just like man you must be really unhappy right. so you know it might have back in the day I get I get upset. Uh, I used to get more upset when people would call me like transphobic or or uh, anti, you know, not a because like I'm super open about my support for anybody in the LGBTQ community. But people say that stuff and it spreads like wildfire and it's damaging. Like I only look at it like I only care because it's it's actually cost me sponsorships in the past. You know, I've right. had to have these calls with my sponsors like, oh, somebody sent us an email and said that. You hate trans people. I'm like, what? Like my freaking video editor's a furry. Like, what do you what, what do you like? Wait, what, what do you want from me? Like, I, That's I amazing. I, <laughs> but like, not my current one. But my when I had two, you. But I mean, like, who? I don't care about any of the stuff. And then like having to constantly uh, fight against that with sponsors was really frustrating. But now, basically. It is what it is, you know, people, people, 
that narrative's kind of gone away now because I mean, just people never had any evidence for it. He made fun of Shira. You know, there's still people mad. Like if I send out a tweet about Shira, I'll have like angry people in my mentions for a week. Um, but yeah, that's... so I guess no, it doesn't bother me anymore. Well, I mean, that's, he, that's good. Yeah. That, I think that gives a lot of, uh, I hope it gives a lot of creators hope because I, again, similar thing uh, at first. Yeah, it got to me and every now and then I, I get curious and I'll go look and I'm just like, oh, okay, that's how I find out about the white supremacist thing. Cause someone yeah. commented on my video. I said, oh, <laughs> let me go take a peek. Yeah. So it's. Yeah, it, it, after a while, my mind just got calloused, and it was just like, they're going to hate me regardless. I could try to sit here, and I could, I could literally just breathe, and just, they'll just hate me because I exist, and that's that's unfortunate. What you laughing at? But it's you am I, Where's the lie, though? I, I just got a, like an idea in my head for a video because... Oh, you no. breathe in the air, you breathe in the air that the white man put out for you. Not breathing black air. That's why. Uh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Breathing... Y'all, you're all welcome. But you stop but breathing the... white people air. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that um, if 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 uh, I had any advice for content creators when when you know you you engage in this, look, if you're making cat videos, you're never gonna have to deal with this probably. Um, <laughs> I don't go that far. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. But the you know the thing is. If people are saying things about you or making response videos, then at least that means there, there are people listening out there and that, you know, you, you got to have, you got to think about the people that are open to your ideas or your position, not about the people that are just against it out of hand. So there may be a lot of people that watch these videos when somebody roasts you or something, but I guarantee a, a decent chunk of them are probably like, wait, this ain't even that bad. You know, I used to go when I was young, still kind of finding my way in commentary. I remember I misstepped. I, I was like supportive early on of James Gunn getting fired because I was like, yeah, you know, one eye for an eye, you know, you got Roseanne, we got James Gunn. And then my own subscribers like, dude, no, come on, man. You said you're anti cancel culture. This, this ain't it. And, uh, I like took that video down and put up another video and was like, okay, so people, you know, your own audience will call you out. Pe people who watch you will call you out. If you're open to it, you can really improve. Just don't, there's so many people that are just pieces of crap and will always be a piece of crap, I guess what I'm saying. So just let it stay on the lawn and, yeah. and dry out. Like, don't, don't bother with it. If your fans really cared about you, they would call you out. And right. usually, you know, the people that we've talked about, I don't think their fans do. Thus, I don't think their fans actually care about them. They, they see them digging themselves a hole and they're just they're they just see it as entertainment people who really support you will call you out on your shit regardless and to so clarify yeah. call out as in like let me give you criticism not let me make a video and dog you yeah, yeah. exactly which right. people think that that's that's content it's like hey yeah i just i'm gonna put up your whole video and just talk shit the entire time yes I'm yeah i'm gonna purposely you know remove any and all context um, it's like that infamous tweet. I have that tweet where I, uh, and there you have it, yikes, mm -hmm. where uh, like the Hollywood guy was like, yeah, F Hitler. The entire context of that tweet was I was like, yeah, no shit. Like, <laughs> you're not, this isn't like, okay, there's a, the, the, you, it costs you nothing to have that position. I'm not going to thank you for it. Yeah. But then like I, every two weeks, some leftist puts it up and it gets like 30,000 retweets. And I'm just like, God, like, come on, people. Like, are you willfully ignoring any context? And it's it's a sad 
it's funny. Like Nazis were Nazis are a joke. Like Nazis became like a joke back mm-hmm. in like the early fucking like nineties and two thousand. Like you saw Nazis and they're fucking joke. They were they were just like a meme. Like nobody took this seriously. Then all of a sudden it was just if you dressed as like wore like the the a stormtrooper uniform is just like oh you must be a Nazi like well the 2016 j- election happened you know and like, that, that rhetoric was re reinvigorated they took away Pepe the Frog f- from people what yeah the, the Amazon logo Ooh, the, the Amazon, Amazon logo, logo. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah that was great yeah that was great that was you know like, who Pepe um, the Frog is Pepe the Frog who the hell's Pepe yeah. the oh the green what? dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. This guy? oh, this guy! Oh, this guy! I don't know what he. I don't know what he is. He makes know. the face. He's it's the frog face. Oh. He's, He's a, a symbol w- of white supremacy, according to. But him. how? Uh, ADL. ADL. So that's so annoying. How, like, yeah, how does that happen? Okay. I'll all. tell you this. I'll t- well, I'll tell you why that happened. Uh, uh, Hillary Clinton was getting destroyed by Pepe memes during the 2016 election, uh, and then the ADL declared it a hate symbol. Uh, which of course is ridiculous, but then they were able to then use that narrative to then call all Trump supporters like uh, bigots and stuff because the ADL, which is just a, a bully organization, uh, another arm of the government, came out. So yeah, so Pe- and then even the artist, the artist of Pepe, the original artist, look, you can't use Pepe anymore. Which of course everyone just used more Pepe's, uh, you know, afterwards, but. Yeah, it was the it was the 2016 election that all this rhetoric got rekeyed. You know, I I used to be like when I was younger, I'd go like punk rock basement shows, and every once in a while, you'd see like a skinhead, mm-hmm. like where they were like larping. You know, they had the boots and they had the skin. You know, like a legitimate piece of shit, and like everyone just laughed at them. Like no, you know, they didn't have any friends. Everybody was like, you know, y- y- ignoring them. Now you think there's you know, everyone on the block is, you know, anybody who voted for Trump is obviously a, uh, a, a Nazi. What? Right. Right. That is, it's so, you know what the other interesting thing is, cause we didn't really talk about politics, but very quickly, I re I recall, uh, when I was, you know, I was curious to see, okay, let's see who's tweeting about me today. So I, I did a little search and I recently found, uh, a thread about, um, it was a bunch of creators, a lot of uh, commentators. Myself, you were in the thread. They're, they included like a Lauren Chen and then some other like conservative uh, creators. And and it's interesting because all of these people are different. You know, I wouldn't compare my content to yours, but people are seeing something and then grouping us all into get all together on that thread as far right creators. Yeah. <laughs> what? What am, what are they seeing? Because I don't understand. The way I think that they they come to this uh, classification, compartmentalizing people, is it's all related. So first, the reason they call us terrible names is to dehumanize us. Then once they dehumanize you by calling you a Nazi or alt-right, like how many people are in the freaking alt-right? Like 17. But if you go on Twitter, you'd think there's 100,000 of them marching in the streets. But, you know, they dehumanize you, which then makes them feel justified in being terrible to you. Basically, what they're saying is these people are people whose opinions we don't like, but we can't really say why. So then we'll use this label alt-right people have called me alt-right so many times and i'm like 
I make like, okay, how many times have I talked about a freaking ethno state? Zero? Okay, well, that's kind of a core tenet of the alt-right. Do you even know what alt-right is? Well, I mean, you made fun of Star Wars. So like people have no clue. They just use these things to justify their own bad behavior. That's that's crazy. Uh, yeah. All right. So we are at an hour. Uh, so we're almost done here. Uh, Della, did you prepare anything? <laughs> yes, I have. This is a new thing that we've started this doing. This is the lightning round of questions from Della. All right. All right. Anything okay, goes, by the way. Where's my paper? I'm cool. Wait, where's my paper? That's my, here's my paper. All right. Got my paper. All right. Mm -mm. When it comes to you after having an enjoyable shit and wiping, do you fold or crumble? Crumble. So ready. <laughs> crumble. You're a psychopath. You're a psycho. <laughs> You're a psycho. Uh, you know okay. what? You use your hand. <laughs> he you already asked this. I listen. Can I, can I ask my now questions? I think this is can a I, fetish. This is a fetish. I want to ask be a, questions. I want to be a bidet guy. Just side note. Yeah. One day. Okay. I just, just. I can't. I can't. You know. One day, maybe. Just, just hold on. Okay. Continue. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Smooth or chunky peanut butter. Oh, creamy, smooth. Oh, I don't like the cookies. consistency different. Like, uh, it's smooth. I don't want a nut, like a car oh, maybe. nut in there. Chip a tooth oh, like or something. A hard nut. I got a... Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought this was a judgment-free zone. Okay. <laughs> Damn. You're not safe here. There's not a safe yeah, space. What do you think yeah. this is? All right. Final Ooh. question. How do you like your bacon? Crispy? Burnt? Or like a little soft. Oh, I want it to like, I want, I want to snap it. Like, I you want, want brittle? I want it like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah he, he right. wants, well, you. yeah. Well, you just lost a subscriber because of these. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> all <right? laughs> well, I mean, hey, you know, I, I didn't think you were that soft, but I guess. <laughs> oh, here goes the tweets. The yeah. quarterly just attacked me. And yeah, right. me soft. A white man. How to get clout 101 right there. He's composing it. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. But the thank you for answering my lightning round questions. Of course. Yeah. I now know that you're a, a legitimate psychopath because you crumble your toilet paper when you wipe your ass. And uh, like well, it's like I butter. fold it first and then, it, you know. Oh, wait. No. Are you talking about once the shit's on the toilet paper? <laughs> you neatly fold it? That's psychopathic. I'm trying to just get that thing in there. I thought you meant before, like when it was going in, it's kind of like a fun <laughs> thing. Once this shit's on it, if you're taking time to fold it, you're a psychopath. Dude, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. <laughs> Let's use this paper example. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Because you get your toilet paper, right? Yeah. All right. You're going to look to make sure if you got anything more to wipe. Yep. You fold. Yep. yep. You're right. Right. That's, that's two, go back. two wipes. Yeah. You get another one. You go bam. Oh, you go three you wipes. <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just two. Though. Yeah, he oh, did wait, go bad for a third, right? Listen, if you, got to, if you got enough toilet paper, you could. That's a fact. Could, yeah, yeah. You're washing the hell out of your hands, Della. Uh, but yeah. the thing is, I just take a I shower use, afterwards. I use baby wipes, so my ass is always. Oh, clean, that's so. yeah. I tried to, yeah. and then my I felt my ass was wet all the time. <laughs> I couldn't get like I could not get used to that. Uh, I'm gonna get it. it. Yeah, because, well, you gotta go dry then afterwards, right? You go baby No, you could go you could go wet then dry or dry then wet, whatever, whatever you uh, okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Now everybody knows about our asshole. Thirteen, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. yeah. That was that was beautiful. Thank you for that. I'm waiting for a guest to be like, I ain't answering that, <laughs> but so far it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Well, you oh, guys yeah. had Buck Angel on. I'm pretty sure he probably answered it. No, I didn't get we, to did. ask him. we didn't ask him. I get to ask him. The uh, first one was uh, Ariel Scarcella, and she was uh, like, okay. oh, I'll answer that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, so Jeremy, thank you so much for having a conversation with us. I had a blast. Uh, hopefully everyone at home enjoyed this segment as well. Uh, do you have any projects coming up that you're working on other than your content on YouTube? Uh, no, I might do something. Uh, I might be doing something with a comedian soon, but we'll we'll have to. I can't say anything about it publicly yet, but no, just grinding on YouTube for now. And right. uh, I'm okay with that. Dope, dope, dope. Nice. All right. Awesome. Well, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed this. Hit that like, subscribe, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Who should we interview next on Subtweet This? Tell us in the comments below.